Hello, everybody. Welcome back to yet another episode of the Players Club Podcast. This time, it's a very special episode because it is not only me, Emmett Watkins Jr., also known as Idiot Six One on all places on the internet. It is not only Alan Mir. How you doing, homie? Wake me up before you go go. <laughs> I did not expect that. Um, it is not just us. We are also joined here today by the rest of the members of the site, VGU.TV. Starting first. Well, uh, I, not first. I, you're third in the line. Hey, how you doing, Josh Miller? <laughs> I'm doing good. How are you doing, Emmett? <laughs> oh, my God. Are you doing the voice of that, like, dog character? He's from doing the my droopy sound. That's it. <laughs> what the fuck is that, Josh? <laughs> You can't God. just do that. You sound like you have a body in the freezer. <laughs> oh my God. I didn't know he had that up his sleeve. Yeah. Well, Got speaking of sleeves. Yeah, very dark. Uh, and speaking, well, now I can't say speaking of dark because uh, that would have been an intro for me. But instead, <laughs> I will intro Graydon. How you doing, Graydon? Um, speaking of sleeves, thanks. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing excellent. Did anybody play 13 Sentinels? I want to, but I haven't. I okay. bought it for $4 on a great deal at GameStop, and that feels like I played it, so I just have it here staring at me every day. It looked good. You know what's another one that I uh, remembered? Oh, I wish I could remember the name of it. Damn. It was like a like a cyberpunky-looking um, Anno-Mutationum. Did, did you play that? Oh, yeah. I didn't play it. It looked really good. I think it's on PlayStation Plus, maybe? Oh. And uh, either that or it was just on sale on PlayStation a lot, but I just attach it to that console. All these games go under the radar and I never hear anything about them. I I saw the other day freaking Josh um, back at PAX. He wanted me to look at Loop 8 and it's been out for like half the year. Did you ever play that? No, if I remember, I I heard it's really bad. So I was kind of disappointed by that. Oh, damn. Okay. Damn, that's a that's a gosh darn shame. Um. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Uh, there's a lot of games coming out. And so speaking of games. games coming out, uh, we're going to catch up on some of the games because maybe the fact that there's been a lot of games coming out has taken our eyes off of certain prizes because we're here to catch up on a couple things. We're here to catch up on, if you remember the last time we all got together, we all said, hey, we're going we're gonna to all choose a franchise. We're going to go play all the games in that franchise. We're going to come back next year. And we're going to talk about how much fun we had catching up on all these franchises. Um, some of us have made progress on that. And we're going to see who exactly has made progress on that in just a little bit here. Um, and also, we're going to sprinkle a little bit of uh, recommendations here. Because with it being close to the end of the year here, uh, there's a lot of games that have come out that we each individually love. But we haven't quite... We, we don't think it has quite the juice to get people to play it so we got to give it that juice we're going to be recommending the games that we think are going to get slid under the radar people might miss out we're going to be pushing those on each other uh towards the end of the show here so if you want to hear some game of the year rex that isn't your spider-man twos or your alan wait twos or your mario wonder twos then stay tuned we, we got some stuff to talk about here um but first things first oh and we also might have another thing at the end but Stay tuned on that one. We'll see. We'll see what the time looks like. Uh, but first things first. I was about to say, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, first things first, y'all. <laughs> we got to talk about this franchise thing. Now, let's go around one more time. What franchise did everyone commit to? Because I remember most of them, but I don't know if I remember all of them. We now, changed let me, them up a bit. 
we we did change them up. I know I changed mine up. So let me see if I, I think I remember the original lineup. Graydon. Yeah. You were you were doing Kingdom Hearts originally, yes? Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that, that confident? The tone of that speaks volumes. So we'll come back to you. We'll see how you changed. Um Josh, I believe you were doing fear, correct? That is correct. Okay, I, the confidence in that voice gives me some some reassurance. I like that. Uh, Al, I believe you were doing Mega Man Battle Network. So here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> let's begin. You know what? Let's kick off with you. W- what is the thing? I, I realized, much to my detriment, that, wow, there's at least 10 games here, and they are all very repetitive and... And this is, and I, 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 as soon as I got my analog pocket, first thing I did was got my cartridge of Mega Man Battle Network. So rather than getting my Switch, I got my device that plays cartridge games. And oh boy, that is, oh, that is, yeah. <laughs> Seems like it was a lot more than you might have bargained for. Yeah. And then, then I tried to pivot to Kill Zone. No, no, not Kill Zone, not Kill Zone. Um, Resistance. Okay, that's oh. that might that's worth it. I don't know. Have you played Resistance One? <laughs> Me like I Far ten Cry minutes from of the it. beginning. Oh my god, you tried to play Far Cry One. Good lord! But no, for Resistance One, I did play like the first ten minutes, and I've always wanted to go back to it. But from what you're saying, and also from um, understanding how it is, so certain enemies require motion control. To get oh, to, to, they'll grab you, and you have to get, you have to like shake the controller to, to to get them off you. What? Yeah. Um. Hey, this was this was 2006. This was it PS3. Was PS3 launch title. Wow. And this was during the whole, the whole we got a waggle, <laughs> we got star yeah. waggling in here. The motion movement, I like to call the, it. The motion movement. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Damn, that's that's a shame. See, I've said something about this before. I remember about how everybody used to complain about the Wii games, like that's having why. motion because controls. It led to PS PlayStation Three being what it was with um, the like the six axis, right? Which was never really good. But when you had a system like that used, it was all about the motion controls, like the Wii or your uh, PlayStation Move, like the. There wasn't a problem when it was the game built like that, but no one wants to take their controller and move it all around like you're racing a car. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great point. But, you know, no one knew that in the marketing yet. You know, they we didn't get to that point quite yet. So here's my question, because I also I'll, I'll say for the record right now, I committed to the Yakuza franchise and we'll have a conversation about that pretty soon as well. Um, But so for you, Al. Is resistance the last thing we left off on? Have you been having success in any other direction, or are you gritting your teeth and sticking with this insomniac shooter? So I am honestly, I'm honestly thinking about switching yet again to uh, Prince Persia, or either either Prince Persia, like the the um, the Ubisoft, like um, Sands of Time forward. Yeah, the Sands of Time trilogy, the the the, the of Time trilogy. Um, either that. Or because I never really, I I technically beat. All right, I played most of one game, beat one game, or beat beat one game, played through most of one, the middle one, didn't, which is people consider the best one, 
and that is Uncharted. Ooh. Oh. You never finished that? So, yeah, I, I kind of skipped. I kind of dropped out off of Uncharted 2. Right at, the, right, right at the train. Oh, dude. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I got to write that wrong. <laughs> that's when it gets good. Well, not when it gets good, but that's like it, the peak. Like, yeah, it's like the that's peak. the moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, heard, I, hear I, I, I heard people talking about certain things, certain things in that that happened later on in the game with supernatural elements. And I thought, I really, and this is me like 10 years ago. I really should have, and that was just 10 year, 10 year, me 10 years ago, just thinking I should, re- I should really do that sometime. Mm. That's forward 10 years. Yeah, that's a good pick. And honestly, I feel like even though it kind of breaks the whole, like, oh, you've never touched it thing. Like, especially to start it right now, you, you have my blessing <laughs> for that series. That would be great to hear your opinion on all of them and then you can fight with me and Emmett about which one is the better and how he's wrong that two is not the best one no okay i don't know when's the last time we've had this conversation <laughs> i have since switched from two being the best one to lost legacy being the best one. Oh, okay yeah, but I, uh, I, what what uh, is your i forget are you a three weirdo or are you I'm, a four yeah. weirdo <laughs> i'm a three weirdo <laughs> <laughs> Uh, three is the best one and lost legacy is good but i just don't know if we can like really count it no i count that shit it did the train sequence better than the second game like do you count the vita one golden abyss yeah i count that it doesn't rank but it it counts (laughs) so now i got the perfect way to to answer whether or not this whether whether lost legacy counts um insomniac or insomniac uh mentioned that are they 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 refer to Spider-Man Miles Morales as a technically a a technically a, a numbered game. Oh, like that's their Spider-Man two in their head. Really? Yeah. Well, our, wow. they they count it as or the way actually the way they described it was um, Spider-Man then Miles Morales and Spider-Man two is they described it as their Civil War. Which is, oh yeah yeah yeah. Huh. That makes sense. That makes sense. Well. I guess what Insomniac refers to Miles Morales as that. Uh, Naughty Dog doesn't refer to Golden Abyss, so <laughs> <laughs> kind of answers that question. So, all right, from Mega Man Battle Network to Uncharted, that's honestly, I think that's probably better. I think there's more things to say about each individual Uncharted game versus each individual Mega Man Battle Network. Ultimately, so probably the best decision. Uh, I'll I'll go ahead and swap that on to. Uh, Graydon, uh, how's it going with the uh, with the Kingdom Hearts? Is friendship saving the world for you yet? All right, so here's the thing: I <laughs> I stuck with Kingdom Hearts. You all thought I was crazy. I like Kingdom Hearts. I I am very proud of myself for sticking with Kingdom Hearts, uh, giving it my all with like. It, <laughs> all right, it, <laughs> <laughs> as I stated before. Uh, the only Kingdom Hearts I've ever really touched were the mo- well, like handheld ones, and and I thought that they were super super hard, and I never beat a single one. The console versions have very similar gameplay, very similar difficulty curve. I don't love the fact that it's just like you're running through the world. The best way to describe it is, um, I don't know, your Dark Souls, your your jedi games like you t- you do your rest and the enemies respond <laughs> but in kingdom hearts if you leave the room and then come back to the room the enemies respond 
<laughs> so it's just like this nonstop torrent of I have to learn to stop fighting and just keep running. And so I'm I'm learning that and the boss fights are hard and I'm actually doing them. With that said, I will say I am not far. I am still on the first Kingdom Hearts. Ooh. And mainly I'm I'm also proud of myself because mainly that's because I've played other games this year. I've kept up with a lot of the bigger games from this year. I'm going into game of the year with I feel like I've played a good amount of things. And so like I can't be mad that I, I'm mad that I proposed this this game and then it was such a good year of games. <laughs> or at the yeah. least a wealthy year of games. Um but I definitely will stick with Kingdom Hearts and see this through as far as I can. Um, judging by where we're oh sorry, I'm hitting the mic. Judging by where we're at right now in this podcast, maybe this will go a little longer than our game of the year. But we can decide on that whenever. Yeah. And I will try to come to the table with at least a game down <laughs> by by the end of this whole thing. Okay. Fair enough, fair enough. I think that's Fair to expect. Uh, God bless and Godspeed. I'm impressed that you're sticking with it. I was totally ready for you to be like, look, I'm just going to play all the hotshot golf games or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I should have picked Resistance. I, I bought all of them. I have them right next to me, but I've never touched any of them. Mm-hmm. Killzone yeah. would have been good, too. I've only ever played Shadowfall and the uh, Vita one. Yeah, I played Killzone 2 and Shadowfall, and I, I think Killzone would have been a really good one. I played a good chunk of 3 as well. It's just that first game. It's it is not as difficult to get through as resistance. I feel like resistance is very much like this is our first time making a first person shooter, and a lot of it's gonna be weird jank that doesn't make a lot of sense and is gonna be way too difficult. Um, but you know, kill zone is probably doable. Uh, but hey, you still got time to make that choice and to make that <laughs> that that switch up if you want to. So time will tell though, but I'm impressed you're still sticking with it. Now, before I shit on myself. Josh, <laughs> how have you been going in the first-person shooter realm? So here's the thing. Oh, <laughs> well, not not let him cook. <laughs> All right, no, because no, I did I did ask Josh about 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 this, or I have asked Josh about this before because I brought it. I brought it, like it was brought up at some point, and he mentioned how far he had gotten. Oh, okay. So, I am listening. So yeah, I had. Picked fear because I knew I was a coward and I wasn't going to invest as much time <laughs> into this as I would have liked. So I went with the shorter games and I finished fear one and I finished the two DLCs for it. So I think I'm technically halfway through. But man, after doing those two games, I I had to take a break, not just because was it long? of it's not even that long. It's just all very samey. It's, you know, and I can see why people liked it back then. I think the overall feel of the games and the AI with the um, enemies and the uh, bullet time stuff that they have, all of that is really cool. And I imagine it would have been even better back in, what was it, 2007 or whenever it came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2000, I think 2005, 2006, around the time. Oh, God, even earlier. Okay. So, yeah, but just <laughs> doing those like back to back to back 
like was, was all restart and agreed on me, but also like the level design and everything. It was just like all long hallways, all the same colors. Most of the enemy variety is minimal. And so it was just like the same thing over and over again for hours upon hours. And I, after those two DLCs, which I just suffered through, basically, I was like, I have to take a break. And so I have Fear 2, I have Fear 3, both downloaded on my Steam Deck. Mm, I just need to get around to doing them. So I just, I can just, I'm just going to recommend this now. Um, I don't know if it's Trepang Squared. Uh, Trepang 2 is what I've been hearing people call. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, That that game uh I, so, mm, so good. what do you, you like it alan it's on a vr right oh no that's a uh no, that's no, a it's, screen it's, game it's, oh all right i'm thinking yeah. of a different thing um it's it's as close as we're gonna get to a, a new fear yes Ooh. yeah this is true it's basically i mean it's a first person shooter it has your slow motion f- shoot people and watch them explode into bloody chunks like fear does really chunky shotgun just like fear you can dual wield stuff you can kung fu kick enemies you can grab them as a hostage and then pull their grenade pin and throw them at their friends like oh, wow it's it's a lot and it looks really impressive it it's it's deck verified now apparently um i have been wanting to get my hands on this game ever since i saw it it came out in june of this year the only thing stopping me it has not gone on a deep enough discount for me to hop on it and mm-hmm. also there's plenty of other games that came out this year and also something else i realized i have played like i think every game i've beaten this year has been a shooter wow except one except one game wow. so pretty soon i need to start diversifying my palette because good lord i got a almost every game i play this year has been a open world sandbox game ah damn that's that's a different type of insanity yeah because i <laughs> like i was i was going from mad max to just all these different games like and i really want to get back to mad max but it's just like i can't put i can't i can't spend i can't afford to wait to spend time on this mm, yeah mad max is a great game but man that oh, is, is a is. that is a time waster in the most neutral way i could possibly mean it <laughs> but yeah so so moving on back to fear so josh it seems like for you you're able to get through the dlcs but it's just trying to build that muster back up to hop into fear 2 and 3 yeah, and I mean, right now with all the Deluja games coming out, I don't know when I'll get around to those, but I still plan on doing it, and I hope, oh my god. <laughs> so the first Fear game, I think I got probably maybe a third of the way through before I figured out how to use the bullet time stuff. Oh my god. <laughs> because the Steam Deck, the way they have like the controls built out, there's no way to do it unless you go in there and like heavily modify the button controls. And so when I'm looking at the button mapping, it looks like I should be able to do it, but I'm not doing it in the game. So like in my head, I'm like, oh, there must be a point further into the game where like <laughs> I unlock that ability or never. <laughs> and then I see like a, like one of the special notes on I think it was a loading screen or something telling me I could do it. And I'm like, shit, have I been able to do this the whole time? So I like spent a good 20 minutes going through, like trying to rebutton map everything and boom, got to work. And it like changed everything from there on in. <laughs> but oh, that was so infuriating that uh, 
God, I'm impressed. So I'm hoping nothing like that for the next two games. Yeah, you should be good. I, I know for, I mean, Fear 2 and 3 were both designed primarily with consoles in mind. So I feel like, I don't know for certain on Fear 2, but Fear 3, definitely gamepad controls from the Steam Deck map right to it. Um, and for Fear 2, it's going to be a little bit better. Fear 2 is my favorite of the series as someone who hasn't played the first game, but I like Fear 2 a lot. I think that's going to be a solid shooter. And by the time you get to Fear 3, that is pretty much an action game. So you're going to be able to run through it a lot faster. So, you know, and, look forward to um, that. I can actually say this as someone who's played all the Fear games. Fear 1 great open like great breaking like great game to start off a series the dlcs are not the best as as you heard listeners mm-hmm. um fear 2 is great it's as high as things are going to get <laughs> still very fucked up ending as I'll, I'll say i'll i'll, I'll say that till the day i die that ending is insane that they even got away with that quite frankly but hey art exists Look, I, I've a you can get away with a lot of stuff in art. My, I, I went to a movie night a couple days ago, and my friends were watching this movie called The Sadness, and I completely refused to watch it. It is horribly fucked up. Do not watch that movie. Maybe don't even look it up. Um, but anyway, yeah, you can do a lot of weird stuff in Fear too. So look forward to that. Um, there, there is a killer mech section. Yes, the mechs in Fear two and three are really cool, actually. Actually, and I, honestly, honestly, the. Well, you could eat. They could have easily like because it was um, monolith. Then day one or day five. I don't know. One of one of them. And they ain't got many days left at this point. Yeah. Um. And I was like, I think it like I don't know if day if they did. I know that Fear Two was different developers. Uh, I think Fear Two was same developer, different publisher. Um. There's something weird that happened like with the DLCs where the, I think maybe the DLC. C's were made by somebody else, or maybe the second one was. Oh, if you're talking they... about Fear One DLC, yeah, where I think like the second DLC maybe was made by someone else and took the storyline someplace else that the original team didn't like, so they like basically threw all of that in the trash and just went their own way with Fear Two again. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of similar. Sorry, someone else is about to say something right as a thought. Sorry, go ahead. No, it turns out that. Uh, for three or was day one for three or yeah you're right that is day one studios but i believe uh shit what is it what is it it was monolith um, they made fear one and two yeah one and two is monolith and i think like time gate studios made the dlc for fear one so oh geez yeah. oh geez yeah. that's 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 oh geez <laughs> that is it is OGs. Oh, so uh so it sounds like you're at least making progress on fear. Even if you know you're taking a break right now, that's fully understandable, but it's looking good right now, you would say. Yeah, I think I will get this done. All right. Well, I'll be a monkey's uncle. You're gonna <laughs> look, let me say this. I'm not over here trying to critique like I didn't believe in y'all, because I believe in y'all more than I believe in myself for reasons that I'm gonna get into very soon. Um so fear is still on the table. Uh, is still a go. Uh, I'm writing say, all this down. Yeah, this is something interesting about what he was saying there. I, I feel like we've seen over the years shooters really evolve, and you've probably seen this a lot if you've been playing a lot of shooters this year, Emmett. But like, yes. it makes me think that maybe back in the day <laughs> we didn't really we kind of just took for granted what was what was given to us into and like not in a good way in a bad way we had a lot of just 
crappy shooters sometimes. And I think about things like, um, I don't know, the one that's coming to mind is body count, but I don't recall that being terrible, but it was just like, it's it just mediocre. that, yeah, that nonstop, like we're in a desert, we're in a, and this is the problem I have with spec ops, the line, hold your, hold your fire. <laughs> I oh, don't, oh, you should, you should not have said that word, those, that, those words, that, <laughs> you you really just like, just, you just foreshadowed some whole, some bad stuff with that game. Like Listen, like I like some horrible plot. Yeah, well, no, not the hold your fire. I just put that together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I, I actually did think of that as I said it. Um, it's like a. I, I've always shit on that game because I know that it's got this crazy, this crazy story. Oh wow, and I should love it, but it's so boring the gameplay throughout the entire thing that it is just desert shooter, bland ass combat. And it makes me think, yeah, that was like 2013 or 12 or something. And Josh's game was 2000. What was it? 2012. 2012. Okay. And Josh's game was like 2008 or seven. He just said, but like, I I think there was just this time period where we really just didn't have a whole lot of variation and uh, not to, not to be like, Hey, call of duty, but like those, those campaigns had variation. They were for a, for a long time, they were really something and you could have these epic things. And I think that it's a testament to what survived like your halos and your, uh, I mean, far cry adapted and just certain ones became a big thing and things like a fear were just kind of like, uh, <laughs> you know, well, not even not, fear was also just taking like, things that were implemented from or taking things that were inspired by the matrix or max Payne, and Mm -hmm. taking that and running it with that they're doing their own thing with that and honestly a real bad game postal oh lord (laughs) i'm not even putting postal on the map here postal is utter repentant just shock dog water yeah, well, it's not. It's shocky. It's shock horror, but it's not shocky in that. Uh, look how violent we can get. It's look how just horrible we can treat a person. Yeah, <laughs> or people in general. So yeah, it's just bad. It's it's. It, I, never mind. It's just bad. I, I don't want to just rag on it. There's a. I will say this is a good opportunity. There's a great Noah Call Audrey video about the Postal series <laughs> that you can all watch. And- it gets into why those movie why those games are bad. Postal 4, no regrets, multiplayer update out now. <laughs> Good God, they did put that out. <laughs> it's like a brand new thing, I think. Lord Jesus, God bless your son. If you're playing Postal unironically in this current year, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. Hillary Loss, get off the emails. Anyway. <laughs> like, Hashtag get like, some help. It's like yeah. looking forward to another Duke Nukem. Like, oh, <laughs> someone could announce that and no one would care. Oh, we got my f- Josh. Uh, uh, Josh, his Discord's acting up, so I think he's trying to figure it out, reset it, et cetera, et cetera. So hopefully we'll get him back in here. But um, yeah, uh, that's pretty rough if you're one of those people who like Postal. But um, perhaps perhaps everyone might go Postal on me when you hear what I've been up to over the last couple months. Because it's time to turn the camera inward on me. Um, also, hi, Josh. Everything working now? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Sweet. Sound pretty good right now, so fingers crossed we keep it there. Um, I'm gonna turn the camera inward. 
uh, I'm glad that Graydon and Josh, I'm glad that y'all are on your games. I'm glad y'all are still sticking with it. Uh, Al, even though you switched from Mega Man to Uncharted, I'm excited for you to get on Uncharted. I'm excited that you're still trucking on through. I have a confession to make. <laughs> I haven't touched a single Yakuza game. Actually, that's a lie. I did touch one Yakuza game. I played two hours of Yakuza 0 on the plane ride back from Boston in March. Oh, no. All I've touched this entire time. Oh, wow. Well, what's got you on a shooter kick? Look, it's... Ultra Kill is a game that I probably would love if I played it. Um, (laughs) It is great. That just seems like a game designed to be for me. Um, I haven't touched it yet. Uh, I'll... I'll, I'll say why I haven't been playing uh, games first, because Yakuza is not the only casualty. Uh, really, I hadn't beaten the game. Actually, let me go back. Let me. No, no, D- Dead Space. Well, yeah, I played Dead Space recently. I played a lot of games recently. But the thing is, is recently, as in September, like here, let me. I'm, I'm trying to look at my timestamps to see when I uh, played all these games. When I did reviews for them, et cetera, et cetera, because I played Ragnarok. I think, yeah, Ragnarok is the first game of the year that I beat. I beat that game on like, shit, where is it? On May 31st. I beat that game in May and I didn't play another game until Borderlands 3. And that one was like several months later, September. I beat Borderlands 3 in September. Oh, my God. And then Borderlands 3 is what started my big kick of like, hey, I'm going to play a bunch of shooters. I beat Topra Overkill a few days later. Then Unguard was thrown in there as well. But then Dead Space a few days later. And then Resident Evil 4 a few days later. Like, I was running through them for a little while here. But that big just explosion of playing a lot of games back to back to back, part of that was motive. You know what? That big explosion of games back back to back is really the only games I've played this year. And I'll tell you why. I know why. Oh, I, I'm pretty sure you folks can figure out why. Because your <laughs> girlfriend was away. <laughs> you don't want to say that, but it's that's, true, isn't it? It's not, it's not that I don't want to say it. It's that that's the next thing I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, because she went on a trip to uh, to around Europe for like, what, three weeks or so? And I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to play games. And by going to play games, <laughs> I'm not going to play any game until the second week of her being gone and then just binge. <laughs> and nothing really new. <laughs> yep, absolutely. So that's... It, well, it was some new stuff in there. I did play the Dead Space remake. I did play the Resident Evil 4. Even Resident Evil 4, I beat that when she was already back. Like, I was at her house and I beat it on Steam Deck while she was working. So, like, you know, that that's just how it's been. Um... I need to, first off, what you don't realize, I need to get better about managing my time when I have to split it up between myself and another person. (laughs) (laughs) So that is something I have been learning a lot this year. Um, But I have been playing some games. Now, here's what I, I think I sprinkled this idea on our previous Players Club episode. Um, Because there's no way in hell that I'm going to be able to beat a single yakuza game by the end of the year let alone eight of them um there's no way that's happening there is another idea i had inspired by the activision blizzard xbox merger um i was like you know what i need to choose a series that i already have like a lot of cachet in 
So I was like, ooh, I could do Resident Evil. I played Revelations 1 and 2. I played 5. I played uh, I played a good chunk of them. I played a lot of the side ones and a lot of the main ones. That's still, even the games I have left in that series, I got to play Resident Evil 1 and 2 and 3 and 6 and 7. <laughs> and then it starts stacking. And then do you want to include 0? Like, are we getting crazy? It's like, all right, maybe that's a lot for me right now. So I checked that one off and I said, all right, what's something that's like low friction? Because I did boot up Resident Evil 1. A lot of friction in that game. Ran out of ammo immediately. So, uh, so Those that dogs one. dogs in the windows. I didn't even get to the dogs, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I was just killing random zombies and just had to use a knife and I was terrified. Um, so I know that's going to take a long time. So I said, all right, what can I run through relatively quickly where I've played damn near all of the entries? where I only got to do a little bit of cleanup and then I can call myself done with it. Wait a second. What franchises are about to hit Game Pass potentially after this merger? And I thought about it. Yeah. I've, I've played Modern Warfare. I've yeah. played World at War. I've played Modern Warfare 2 and 3. I played all the Black Opses. I played Cold War. I played the, the Modern Warfare reboot. I played Infinite War. I played a lot of Call of Duty games. So I said, you know what? I made a list of all the Call of Duty games left that I haven't played. Haven't played the original trilogy, one, two, and three. And I haven't played the most recent uh, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2, again, the one oh, that came no. out last year. No. Um, <laughs> Josh knows. Josh follows me. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I'm scared. It, without spoiling, maybe? Tell me uh, why that's an oh, no worthy statement. Oh, it takes you may like it. You know what? You like you like Metal Gear, right? I never played Metal Gear. I didn't like four. Oh, okay. Uh, mm. I, you oh, like shit. Wolfenstein though. I love Wolfenstein. One All and right, two. you'll like okay. it. You'll you'll probably okay. like it. The changes. Like I'll leave it at that. <laughs> hmm. There's Wolfenstein-esque changes to the narrative yes. or to the gameplay? To the gameplay. Okay, okay. Yeah, and it really, really pissed me off. <laughs> mm. Was it because it's... you're a longtime Call of Duty player, or is because those changes impacted the gameplay or the, the structure in a matter that made it very difficult to enjoy said product? To be honest, both. Um, the latter being that my reason for not liking Wolfenstein in general is... Uh, mm. Can I just say it? It's not like a it's spoiler. like let me guess open gameplay structures um like open wide levels that type of thing kind of but fuck it it's stealth oh there, okay there are stealth segments and they are large and mm. <laughs> and with wolfenstein i did not enjoy that i just think first person stealth is really hard to perfect and I think Wolfenstein has it down pretty good, but to the point that I was like, you know what? This game's just not for me anymore. Like, I played the first one, and then Wolfenstein 2, right out the gate, it was like, yeah, find your way out of this thing, and if you, you gotta kill the officer, or he'll send hell down upon you. And I was like, nope. <laughs> like, I'm not doing this. Damn. But, I mean, um, yeah. if you if you watch the Noah Kowal Gervais <laughs> video essays, <laughs> A lot of that stuff goes back to what, like it, that that stuff was in embedded in the roots of Wolfenstein as a series. 
Oh yeah. And I'm sure that that's like, that's what that series is. And so I just think Wolfenstein is not a series for Graydon, but, (laughs) but I think that Call of Duty tried to do it too hard. The only, excuse me, the only one that really did it kind of well was, um, maybe the first modern warfare where you kind of infiltrated like a Nazi meet, like you, you, you dressed up as like a agent and you kind of mean world war two was world war two. Okay. I was that about was... to say there's Nazis. In... Well, actually there is Nazis in modern day, but oh, right. we haven't it's shot them yet. Right. That's kind of, yeah, that was, <laughs> no, they haven't, they've been punched though. Yeah. They've been punched at least that's halfway there. <laughs> but yeah, that was, that segment was pretty good. It might've been Vanguard too, to be honest, but, mm. um, it's just you will see and it's it's tough and it's just like this takes me it broke the immersion entirely from what i wanted call of duty to be you 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 said it so you know that there are like kind of choose your own adventure segments and those are cool those are interesting like the open world structure but i wish that it wasn't so stealth based and to further that the stuff they've shown about modern warfare 3 so far was like here's a gameplay demo it's a stealth demo and i was like nope <laughs> like if you're gonna try to do this to me again i'm just gonna say no and then i will be interested to see what you think about the story because honestly that is another problem for me near the ending mm. and uh it just really modern warfare 2 is not the new one is not a good game I, I am very, very anti that game. And I liked the first reboot. Modern Warfare 1 I thought was really good. But this is just not it. See, it's more funny. James Gordon. Yeah. Really <laughs> or does. less. A lot less. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's, let's not turn this into cats. Um, but no. Um, dang. It's funny you say all that because Modern Warfare 2 is a game that I've been playing for quite a while. I, I'm talking about the new one. I've been playing the multiplayer quite a bit. Um, you know, people hit me up for Warzone or I just play the matches on my own. Like I, I go back to that game every now and then the single player just never had a reason. I didn't have an urge to get into because I, I also enjoyed the, the reboot of uh, Modern Warfare, but it, I feel like my thoughts on it are a little bit swayed by me looking at it not as critically as I normally would look at a game. I feel like there are parts of that game politically in the, in the story where I'm like, hmm. I don't like this. I don't like that. This is kind of a fucked up thing to imply, blah, 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 blah. Some things that it does in the story that were pointed out after I had already played it and considered myself a massive fan of it, where now I look back at it today and I'm like, that's not really it. Uh, But gameplay-wise, it's always been fun. Modern Warfare 2 was pretty fun. I enjoyed that game. I don't know if the story's going to hit for me like I thought it hit for me the first time. Uh, so I'm a little nervous on that. You're going to go uh, back and play them again? I'm not going to play all of them. Uh, the okay. only one the only one I think I'm going to play, I did play the, uh, so I played Modern Warfare, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, and I also played Call of Duty 4 Remastered. So what I think I'm going to do in tradition of that, I'm going to play Modern Warfare 2 Remastered as well. Um, so That's I'm going to do <laughs> yeah, just so I can get a little bit of taste of that era, because I'm just doing the original three and then all the way up to now. Let me at least take a pit stop into that middle era of Call of Duty. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm going to play all one, two, three, four, five of those games. And it can't take that long. Uh, really, if I if I hunker myself down during the month of uh, November, I can get all those games done Shoot, before the end of that month. Definitely. So I'm going to stick to Call of Duty. I know I can do it. I know I'm capable. 
it's just the question of the only thing that's going to hold me up is the fact that I've played a lot of games that have I've played a good chunk of games that have come out this year. Let me not give myself too much credit. I played a good chunk. I have not touched Spider-Man. It seems like I'm now going to have to touch uh, Alan Wake at some point. Um, I have not touched Hi-Fi Rush. I have not touched so many other games that have come out this year. I'm still only 20 hours into Zelda. Uh, I want to play (laughs) Metroid Prime Remastered. Like, there's... what? Look, Mario Wonder is a game where I think I'm going to like that. All right, look. (laughs) I draw a line at 7 out of 10. Uh, (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) Then you're going to hate the game that I'm going to choose to talk about. Oh boy. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, but yeah, no, uh, there's just a lot of games coming out, a lot of games that I feel like for game of the year conversations, it's like, okay, I need to play it because it's the biggest thing. Also, I haven't touched Starfield either. Um, but I need to play certain things because they're big and they're gonna be conversation points, but also I need to play more games so I can even have a top ten <laughs> because I've played maybe four games from this year so far. Maybe five if I want to include stuff that I've just touched. Um so there's a lot to play, and you know, don't get a girlfriend right as the biggest year in video game starts. Just word of advice for everybody listening: just don't do that shit. <laughs> I mean, I think we thought that last year was the biggest, and then it got bigger. Like, what the fuck? It, I, you know what it takes for the reviews of Alan Wake Two to come out, and I get pissed off because <laughs> I don't have time or money for all this. Good lord. Um. But yeah, uh, it's, and it's it, gonna no, be you, fun. There's a certain game that you should play that I, I know you own. Ooh, which one? Warhammer 40k Bolt Gun. I was gonna say that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's on my list too. I just bought that in the Steam sale. Uh, shout out once again. Shout out to Minimap.net for you know I won their little contest. They gave me a fifty dollars Steam card, so I got that on the Steam Deck now. Um, I'm going to play that at some point. But also, I gotta really look at myself. I'm about to play all these Call of Duty games. Uh, and I just played fucking Borderlands and Turbo Overkill and Dead Space and Biohazard 4. It's a lot of shooters, so maybe I oh. need to split that up with something. Honestly, this is just, this is just me being me talking. Mm-hmm. You you may have wasted some, wasted some time on Borderlands 3. Okay, <laughs> look. Borderlands 3 wasn't a game that I sat here in a week and just binged. That was a game that I've been nibbling away at for like a year and a half. And I just happened to be like, you know what? I'm going to hunker down for these last five hours and just beat it. Because that's a fun-ass game. I will say, though, um, Call of Duty is the game that I'm going to switch to. I'm making that official right now. But as far as like other games this year, I've already picked up Jedi Survivor. I've already picked up uh, Dead Island 2. Because for all the shit that I've talked, I need to at least play that game. Um, I've picked up Forspoken. Uh, I'm going to try and play some more of these. I have Lies of P installed. I probably will not beat that because it's Lies of P and I have two months. Um, But, you know, I got a lot of these games ready to go. I already talked about Bolt Gun. I'm in the middle of Gunbrella as well. I'm trying to run through that. So um, I'm trying to make something happen. I'm trying to stay efficient, but Lord knows I'm at work a lot. And then, you know, Gabby's taking up my attention. And then also I'm trying to get school going because we're trying to do a class or two next year. Um, We're going to see what's popping. But uh, yeah. That's life right now, but I will be answering the call of duty as the best that I can. Wink. So you are going to answer the call. <laughs> I will be answering the call. Yes. Um, as as someone who retrospected the pretty much entire Call of Duty, I also I bought one recently, and I haven't played one, two, three. 
but starting at world at war i played like every single one again and i mean any of those that you touch is going to be almost a great time so i envy you getting to see some of them again and i really fucking wish that they would just make a collection and put it on game pass (laughs) and just just it's so easy to just cut and paste just port to a nice little all i want is one static screen that has like 10 tiles and you can play the big 10 and you're done so i'm telling you guys know you guys know you could just go down i don't actually i can't say i don't know if it's been delisted on xbox 360 um call your dhd oh yeah well it's not it hasn't been delisted but it is you can only play it on an actual xbox 360 yeah Uh, but that's like it's the best way you're going to get get your fix of call duty the first call duty without you know looking elsewhere or oh i think it's on steam i bought it on steam well it's on steam but like that's if you don't want to play with keyboard and mouse yeah oh yeah I, i will say for me call of duty classic is on the playstation 3 store and I, I still got my PS3 hooked up, so I fully plan to get myself a PSN card and pay for that game full price, try and play it there. Um, but I, I was really hoping that this acquisition would happen, and then they'd open up the floodgates and Call of Duty would be on Game Pass, like the original Call of Duty would be on Game Pass by the end of the year. They've already said we ain't putting shit on there until next year, so I will be paying for that. Uh, I already own Call of Duty 2 and 3, backwards compatible on Xbox, so I'm good on those. But um. Yeah, that's the plan. I think I, I think that's going to be a good time. Uh, and I think I'm going to maybe I'll go backwards in the franchise just so I can have that experience of like, hey, this is what it is now. And going back in time, here's what it turns. Here's where it started from. See how that gameplay kind of regresses. So it's going to be, be interesting when you take it. Yeah, I think I would start at the beginning, but like, I don't know if I feel like getting my dual shot three right now. <laughs> In, yeah especially when i'm I'm in steam deck mode i'm locked in on steam deck that's how i got re4 done on guard turbo overkill steam deck's been my best friend this year so let me stick with that a little bit longer before i sit down in front of the console i played when i was in el- not elementary not elementary school i'm not that old um i don't know middle school high school there we go bing bong boom um in any case that's it for all of our franchise picks uh Stay tuned for the next couple months to see if we are able to pull these things off by the end of the year. Um, oh, fuck. I have a birthday also in fucking December and Christmas and Thanksgiving. We'll figure this out. We're going we're gonna to do what we can do. We're going to do what we can do. Um, but in any case, that's enough about the franchise fatigue. Or I guess not fatigues. We're wearing fatigues. Yeah. So here, here's the game of the year stuff. Let's go ahead and uh, switch over to that stuff. So Game of the Year, of course, that's coming up pretty soon. Uh, People are starting to make their lists. They're starting to check them twice. But we got a couple games that we don't think are naughty, but are actually pretty nice. Um, So these are games that aren't necessarily... I hope someone appreciated that out there. Uh, I appreciate that. I I was proud of it. I smiled to myself just now. Um, We're going to talk about a couple games that we don't think people are putting really high on their list to prioritize games that we think others might have missed in the group here uh things that we want to make sure folks have a familiarity with by the time we get to game of the year so it's not this is what i'm nominating it's my favorite game of all time what is that game we we will avoid those conversations now by bringing them up here so um we're gonna go around how does all right let's let's do a vote real quick two games or three games each i i'd say like two 
All right. I think two, two sounds games, good. Two games we think that we everyone should play to talk about. Yes. Two, okay. Yes, absolutely. I think two's good. Um, so with that being said, uh, you know what? I'll switch up the uh format a little bit. Uh Josh, do you have two games that you think we should all play so we can be raring and ready to go once we get to Geo Game of the Year talks? Hmm. I don't know if I could give two, but one for sure I could probably give. Okay. We can do uh, one and then round robin it if you want, maybe. Yeah, I'm just looking through like all the games I've played this year, and I think most of them are ones you probably have played or would think about playing. <laughs> but I am going to mention, uh, if I can pronounce this right, Dordogne? Oh, Dordogne. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, Dordogne. It's French. Ah, okay. <laughs> I don't know why I said that with like a French accent. It's Dordogne. French. Dordogne is French. <laughs> yeah, that very easily. <laughs> <laughs> I have a 39-day streak in Duolingo. <laughs> ah, all right. I'm going to be wishing I had that when I start French again. But anyway. <laughs> so have any of you played this yet? Yes. You have? Okay. Yes. Well, geez. I've oh, got okay. it um, installed on... <laughs> I have it installed on my PC. I have yet to play it because, you know, 500 hours and I'll be the show. <laughs> you really got to get that up a little more. Well, if you can spare, I want to say it's like three to four hours, maybe. Yeah, it's super um, short. It, yeah, it's just, it's a sweet little game about a woman who goes back to her uh, grandparents' house uh, years later. Um, they have passed away and she just has to go there to if she, if she she now owns the house doesn't she uh, and i believe so yes yeah and it's basically just her like reliving all these memories of when she had to go there as a child and so like flashes back and forth between her as a kid and her as an adult and just it's a sweet little game about like just like little adventures as a kid and trying to come to an understanding of what your grandmother, mainly your grandmother is like and being away from home and kind of having like these little adventures and like the area around her home and everything. And it's a beautiful game. The music sets everything well. Um, it's, it's just really, really sweet. Um, a lot of the characterizations are some of my favorite of the year, um, especially there's one character who you never see. You just hear through audio recordings who like I fell in love with. <laughs> and yeah. it's it's just great. It's great. A short little experience, but one that I think would probably stick with a lot of people if they put, gave it a chance. Hmm. I like that. I like that. Uh, I, first off, I like short. Great phrase. One of my best words in the English <laughs> language. Um, but yeah, it's also on Game Pass, which I think is another, you know, big get for someone like me. So I definitely think I'm gonna check this one out. Uh, I just installed it to my console. So uh, perhaps I'll be able to take that a spin pretty soon here because, you know, another nice one to run through. So, OK, I just yeah. need to I just need to ask this because I I just can't see I can't unsee it. Do you guys remember the um, this is had to have been like the either mid to late 90s or at the, at the very latest early 2000s? Those like they feel oh they it felt like they would always air in like the winter, um like the the Kleenex commercials where it has like that 
Very similar art style to Dardone. With the puffy nose? Yes. Yes! Yeah, they got similar faces, right? Yeah, it's it's a similar similar style. Absolutely. It's just the face it's just like the facial design, not even the rest of the art style, but yeah, I see it. Okay, glad okay, I'm glad I'm not the only one. Yeah, I think a lot of the characters are kind of like more in that style, but the uh, environment itself is more of like a painted, like actually hand painted art style. Yeah. And so it's just like you just go out and look over, you know, a cliff and you just see this like beautifully painted uh, blue sky and, mm-hmm. you know, very watercolor looking trees. And yeah, it's just it's a beautiful mm-hmm. looking game. Yeah, it looks really nice. This might be this might be a good one to get away with playing while my girlfriend's here, because <laughs> she <laughs> she's an art major, so she likes shit like this. So this is perfect. Um, so yeah, definitely a good one. I will definitely check this out. Um, so yeah, that's that's one in the bucket right there. Um, let's go ahead and switch it around to Al. What is a under the radar game you think we need to check out before we come time? Um, so I okay so. I can only say the name of the game. I cannot say why. I'm. I. 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 I, I oh God! I'm scared. No. <laughs> no. No. This is. It's. 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 I enjoyed what I. I enjoyed my time with it. But I can't. I'm not. I'm. I. I signed some stuff. I can't say anything. I literally can't say anything. Oh. Okay. Um, the, it, ooh. Is this one? Okay. You, you can just say the game name, but you can't say anything can say that, about can, your opinions. It, I can't. I can say the game name. I just can't say anything. I can't, I can't say any details because, okay. um, because mainly because of signing signing an NDA. Understood. Understood. Oh so once and this is the game's going to be out literally next week. So hmm. I don't know anything about this. Um, I'm excited. Robocop Rogue City. Oh. Okay. Oh. Look, I'll since you signed something, I'll go ahead and say that I am actually very interested in this game um, because, yes, it is a first person shooter Robocop game. And that is exactly what you think it is. Super violent, just mowing dudes down and running through people. But it's also got RPG systems. You're upgrading your character. You're upgrading your police officer. You're upgrading Robocop, for Christ's sake. That's all cool and all, but then there's like RPG choices where like you're changing the story and you're following detective clues and you're choosing whether or not to use evidence on people and who you're going to lock up and what cases you answer. It gets surprisingly deep for a RoboCop game. And so I'm I'm very excited too. This isn't one that I was going to pick up day one, but I've, I've been very interested in how the critics are going to land on this one because I have a feeling this is another one where it's like, hey, like just like how Immortals of Abium is like a solid uh eight out of ten but it's hard to justify an eight out of ten when there's all these tens running around i feel like robocop might be one of those and maybe even more than that maybe you could read into the fact that it's here (laughs) as something in either direction i won't say what but i'm i'm interested in robocop uh i think that's really neat um how much y'all uh josh or graden robocop been tickling y'all fancy at all or is this a surprise that it's here Oh, no, I, I want this game to be so good. I grew up loving RoboCop. The number of times I saw the first and second movie in particular, I I, I couldn't tell you how many times I've seen them. Um, I would walk around the playground pretending to be RoboCop and stuff. So I, I love me some RoboCop. 
So I've been waiting for this game and hoping it's just not not a bad game because there haven't been a lot of good RoboCop games over the years. And so I oh, <laughs> hearing that it would go here, I'm I'm excited for it. Yeah. That's really nice. How about you, Graydon? What do you think about RoboCop? I have very dumbly avoided RoboCop like my whole life. My dad loves it, and I've never ever like made an attempt to watch so, it. Yeah. I can st- there are certain things I can say because it's it's public knowledge. Um, the game takes place like in between two and three, like after two, but before, like yeah, like after two, but not before three so hmm. it's after all the stuff with all the different RoboCop, like after robocop literally after literal robocop 2 almost wow killed, destroyed everyone everything huh and i'm not saying i'm not i'm not saying anything about that would break nda i'm saying these this is i'm, I'm recapping the events of robocop 2 yeah you could talk about a movie just not a game <laughs> yeah uh um hmm. okay. so the whole thing is i i know i can just say i can actually i can say i can say this because it's it's a very, it's a very vague statement. You're straddling the line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because seriously, next time, next, next week when I'm playing this, like when this game is when this game is out, I'm gonna be so happy. Oh hell yeah. Um, this, let's just say I was, I was affected. Mmm. Mmm. Affected. I like pieces of arts that affect me. <laughs> <laughs> I like to feel changed. Yeah. For sure. Alan, would you buy that for a dollar? Eh? Oh. <laughs> God. Well, shit. If, if, if you wouldn't buy that for a dollar, holy shit, we got a problem. Um, but hey. That's a much better way to ask. I was just going to say, is this a day one buy? <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't think you can use. I don't even think they can say that. So <laughs> I'll just say, <laughs> I, hope, I hope RoboCop the game works out well. So we're one step closer to getting the other Paul Verhoeven movie that I want to adapt into a Telltale game, uh, Showgirls. Anyway, Graydon, what game you got? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, all right. So I'm up. It's yep. me. Yes, all indeed. Right. I've. <laughs> I've been wanting to drop something on y'all for a while. (laughs) I haven't said it anywhere. And I want, I want you to bleep this out. (laughs) Oh, Oh, this is the, this is the thing you mentioned. No, this isn't my special treat. This is just a a bombshell that I've been wanting to drop. And I just want to say it and I want to get it off my chest. I haven't said it to anybody. I'm not going to say it to anybody else. This happens within here. I want your reactions, though. Recorded. All right. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to count to three so I can make sure the note lines up at the count of three. Tell me what the fuck you're going to say. One. All right. Here we go. One, two, three. One of my favorite games of the year. And until kind of recently, my game of the year was. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) And listen, I rented it. I rented it. I rented it. I paid not a cent for this game. And I have not said to anybody that I enjoy. The only other person who knows I played it is my fiance. (laughs) 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 I have kept it so hush hush about anything. I've never said a thing online about enjoying it. I nothing. I literally am just saying if that were to ever be made free to anyone. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that game is worth 
trying simply because it is a fun experience. And, and I wish there was a way for the people who worked on it that aren't terrible <laughs> to get credit <laughs> and be appreciated for what they did. That is all. <laughs> Thank you you sound like, you sound like a boy at Catholic school really trying to convince his friends that masturbating is cool. Oh, dude, I'm <laughs> shaking right now. <laughs> it's very, very similar experience. God bless oh. you. Oh, look, no. I, I understand, though. I understand the, the situation. <laughs> so I'm so glad to get that off my chest. That being said, that is not my game <laughs> that I want anyone to play. Um. Would you say but, you were just kidding? I, oh, just kidding. Just kidding. Just for the lols. Um, but you will hate my actual <laughs> choice. You did it for the gram? I did it for the gram. <laughs> I think y'all should play Immortals of Avium. I don't have to because I already did. Okay, so what yeah, is this game? I've seen it pop up. I've never watched All right. anything. Uh, Ooh, so it's a first-person fantasy game. It is very much... Uh, ugh. <laughs> this is dead can ahead. i just give you the pitch that i've heard a million times yeah, in previews please basically what if a cod campaign but magic mm -hmm. huh. yeah so it's I, first person shooter but it's all throwing magic bolts out of your hands and such i agree but it is also and i mean this goes along with what i was just saying about cod campaigns it's varied enough with the worlds with the uh, gameplay there's a little bit of like survival horror in there somewhere that i, I really <laughs> didn't i personally was like oh what is happening but it was actually fun enough to get through um there's a lot of puzzle solving there's a lot of platforming there's just a lot of really good like everything is done really really well and even just when you have a room kind of like a doom eternal situation where your room is just full of enemies of different kinds it is fun to just jump around it is frantic it is uh it's it's exciting and you just you're getting powers quite frequently that change up the gameplay there's the the big gameplay hook is that you are a magic user that can use all three kinds of magic and there's a pretty good similar to how i said god of war is an rpg and we were like, not really, but kind of. <laughs> it's it's that kind of thing where there's gear, there's upgrades, there's it changes your play style. And hmm. so like I had one that was kind of just a main like my blue magic was a main rifle type shot. My red was like a shotgun up close blast. And my green was like a rapid fire submachine gun type of shot. And you just you just play with it. And there's like a there's a grappling hook ability. There's a slowdown ability. Like there's just all these different things that make the gameplay so varied that I just could not put it down. It was really, really fun. And the story is really good, too. Like I just maybe it's a basic fantasy thing, but I'm such a sucker for that sometimes that it, it I, I loved all the characters. I loved the where the story went. and it really, really sucks in hindsight that that game made was it not Square Enix, was it? No, nah, it was an yeah. EA original, yeah. but a, a different studio. Yeah, and it just kind of made that whole studio crumble and get laid off, and like it's really, really sad. 
because it was good. I would definitely recommend it. I, I, I'm part of the problem. I rented it, <laughs> but it's, uh, it's like a eight to 10 hour experience. Kind of, I guess that's a little longer than a COD campaign, but there are side quests and there's just a lot of fun to be had. Hmm. Okay. I definitely, I've been interested in Immortals for a while, so you, I definitely uh, think I'll try it. You can see a video of the first, like a, you could see a video of some t- of the early part of the game on a, on the YouTube channel. Yes. Ah, that is true. Check out that video footage. Uh, yeah, I think, I, if, go ahead and check that video footage if you want to get an idea of like how yeah. coddy it looks like compared to this fantasy setting we keep talking about, but yeah, it definitely seems like a game that I'd be totally down to run through. Um, I just, once again, don't know when I'm going to, but I did notice that I have that, I don't know if you know, QVC is starting to sell video games on their website, be, QVC being the channel that would sell all the stuff all the time on TV. Um, they have Immortals of Avium on there for $50, and then if it's your first time purchase on there, I uh, think you get 20 bucks off, so I might yeah. be able to pick it up for 30 Call it a Wait, day. Your, your first time purchase is twenty dollars off. If you uh, it, it there's a code, be, and it has to be like if, if I'm not mistaken, what was it? The thing that Wario sixty four was saying it was like new account. If you assist new, new account, yeah. yeah, new account, and has has to be has to be has to meet a certain um amount like a certain yeah, threshold. Like it has to be like forty or over. Yeah, or thirty nine or over. If it's forty dollars or over, then you get twenty off. If it's sixty dollars over, you get thirty off. Whoa. I gotta look into that. Yeah, I was actually gonna buy Spider Man that way, but they specifically put Spider Man only in bundles that hike up the price a little bit. So the most wow. I can save is ten dollars, and I get a free headset that I don't want. So it's like, uh, <laughs> whatever. Um, but yeah, uh, Immortals of Avian definitely sounds pretty neat. I'm gonna try that one out. Um, speaking of shooters, let me tell you about the greatest shooter that has ever been released this year. Um, I'm going to point you guys to a game that I've talked about on Players Club before. Um, and I just mentioned not too long ago, a couple minutes ago, uh, Turbo Overkill. I think this one's going to get overlooked because it is a very, the idea of a boomer shooter, this is the most boomer shooter ass boomer shooter that has ever boom and shot. Um, it's basically, you know, first person shooter, of course high mobility you have a chainsaw for a leg and you slide through enemies to kill them with your chainsaw leg uh eventually you can get upgrades that gives you health and armor for sliding through enemies with your chainsaw leg and it's a good way to regenerate health um but it's just very bombastic it is a very long game it is a 15 hour campaign and this is an open world there are some really big massive levels but it is a linear campaign and it's 15 hours of that, and it continues to just escalate. And somehow, despite the fact that you get every weapon in the game, it's broken up into three episodes. By the end of the second episode, you have all the weapons in the game. So you're like, all right, how do you continue to escalate past that? You would not believe. <laughs> there, are, there are some levels that are just a boss fight. Like, the level is a boss. Oh. Like, it, th- like bosses are express. that big. Oh, dude, you don't even know. <laughs> it is absolutely insane. It is the most over-the-top first-person shooter I have ever played in my life. Like, just bar none. It's more over-the-top than anything in Doom, anything in Titanfall, anything in any other shooter, anything in Wolfenstein, for Christ's sake. Um, 
And it is, it can be very challenging. You can crank down the difficulty to easy. I played it on normal and I was biting my teeth or biting my teeth. I was gritting my teeth at some of these uh, encounters in the towards the end of the game here. I think I ended up having to turn it down for one of the late game bosses. Actually, no, it wasn't even a late game boss. It was just a room full of enemies. Um, I, I couldn't get through that room, so I cranked it down just to get past it and then ended up keeping on medium for the rest of the game. But it's just really fun. Plays incredibly well on Steam Deck. I actually played like a good 80% of it on Steam Deck, beat the game on Steam Deck. It's just beautiful. Uh, it, it has that PlayStation 1 aesthetic as far as its graphics go, but it moves way faster than any PS1 game ever could. Uh, and it's just satisfying. Every gun in it's really good. You get two different shotguns. One's like a double barrel with like explosive fire rounds, and you can turn it into a grenade launcher if you hold the trigger. Uh, they got like a sniper rifle that teleports you across the map into other people's bodies, and then they explode. Um, it's really good. It, there's only so much me talking about it can do. You have to see it in motion. It is you. Someone, Josh, was it you who brought up over or ultra kill? Or was that Graydon? Oh, uh, not me. I I said that it was good. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, well yeah. That uh, I I was one who brought up ultra kill. Well then yeah. Well, speaking of ultra kill, this is absolutely in that vein of ultra kill where it's just double jumping, sliding, bouncing around, shooting a million things, no reloading. It is in that ilk of shooter. And honestly, I would consider it to be a similar level of quality as well. So yeah, tubo overkill. Uh, it's on Steam only. It's not on consoles yet, so I understand that's going to limit its reach. But like I said, Steam Deck compatible, that is the place to play it. And there's native controller support. It has a weapon wheel and everything, so no remapping like I had to do in Fear 1. It's just ready to go, so... Give that one a shot. That's the only downfall to Immortals that doesn't have a weapon wheel. Ah, uh, well, there's only like what two or three magics, right? Yeah, so you're just kind of flipping through. Like, if you want to switch from blue to green, you've got to tap your Y a couple times, but you you kind of get used to it. Yeah, not not too bad. It's like uh that that one pack a punch machine in Call of Duty Zombies. <laughs> Triple <laughs> yeah. tap. I guess perk machine, I guess. Uh <laughs> anywho, that's enough out of turbo overkill for me. Um, I'm gonna come back right around and just check in with Josh. Do you have one more game you wanted to recommend real quick, or do you wanna go ahead and stick with the door gone? No. Let me I guess I can bring it up. Cassette beasts. Mm. Which you don't get a whole lot of like Pokemon like games outside of Nintendo. Especially Quality. Someone said Pokemon. I'm here. I'm here. You said the magic Alan, word. This one's for you. <laughs> Cassette Beast is basically Pokemon, except instead of like regular monsters, they are different cassette beasts. They are little cassette tapes that turn into monsters. Um, and the way they get like revived and stuff is is like rewinding the tape back to like full health and stuff. So they have like that little aesthetic to it. In terms of like how the beasts are working and all, they evolve. Um, the world is it's it's not Pokemon, but it has like the Pokemon. It's Digimon. Like, it there is a little bit of Digimon in there. Um, in terms oh, of shit, like joking. these are all digital <laughs> monster type of things, but hmm. like they have different kind of quests you can go on. Um, okay, just to kind of give you an idea of like how the story starts. 
you wake up on an, a shore and you realize that you don't really have a memory of like where you came from or anything. You don't know how you got there. And you basically find out that all the people that live on this island had like the exact same thing. None of them know how they got there. Um, they know that the island is a certain beast out there that they don't want to get, uh, that they don't want to mess with. And as you start investigating the island, you realize that maybe there is something larger at play that is keeping everybody there. And so as you go on your adventure and you capture all these different beasts that you can uh, train and evolve and fight and everything, um, you can fight different trainers. You can, um, they have, they're not really gym leaders, but kind of they're, they're basically gym leaders <laughs> just <laughs> out in the world that you have to defeat, which gives you, um, different like, um, skills or abilities and everything. It's really fun. It's not as good as Pokemon. It's not going to replace Pokemon in, in any shape or form, but if you need, you know, there's, I don't, I don't think there's a Pokemon game this year right now. Um, well, I mean, aside from Tech Pikachu, there's <laughs> really, there, yeah, it's really nothing, nothing this year. Yeah. So, well, I mean, if you want, Cassette I mean, Beast would be a great thing to play in the meantime. It will scratch certain niches like that, but it is different enough to be something more unique than another Pokemon game, too. But it was a lot of fun. I had a very good time with it. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I gave it a shot the other night. And from what I get from it, it's like, you don't want to say it seems like Pokemon. I, I feel like it's kind of a mashup of Pokemon. And then the, the, you know, the, the turn-based things that you enjoy, right? Yes. Like if you, if you mash the two together, uh, QT, no, like, a. Like a costume quest? I've never played Earthbound, but I want to say an Earthbound type, like an Eichenfell. You know, those type of side mm. side yeah, so like, <laughs> yeah, so like your characters will be on the left. You do have a teammate uh, to go along with, and then you can switch out your cassette beasts uh, as you play. Um, and then on the right side will be the enemy cassette beasts or trainers or whoever. Um, and yeah, it's just turn-based action you pick what attack you want to do whether uh and that's also how they learn different moves is moves is um they learn basically a new cassette um it's been a while since i play i can't remember the terminology but they each mm -hmm. have like a set number of moves that they can learn so it's unlike pokemon you're not just learning four moves you can learn up to like 10 or whatever different things like healing or buffing or attacking all that kind of stuff but yeah it's just a turn-based monster catching essentially so it sounds like uh what like a pokemon but there's a lot more actual strategy involved yeah like typically with pokemon you can kind of just brute force your way through it if you really wanted to um cassette beasts um if i remember right a good chunk of it feels like it is pretty much keeping in line with you in terms of like leveling up characters and everything um to where some parts got a little difficult because the combat is not as simple as Pokemon can be. And so you do have to definitely be a little bit more strategic about how you attack and survive battles, especially with some of the more 
larger boss fights that you'll get into. Mm. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Well, I let me see if this one's on Game Pass, because I do. I, I remember hearing some positive talk about this game earlier in the year. Uh, I am. This is not typically the type of game that um, I play. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, is on Game Pass. That's how I played it. I don't know if it was ever taken off, but it was at one point, at least. I think it still is. It launched on it, I believe. And yeah, the it, verdict is it's on Game yeah. Pass. Yes, indeed. Raw Fury. Bingo, bingo. Spinning them bars. I don't know why that's what I said. Anywho, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, cassette piece. If you want to talk about cassette tapes, uh, nah, I, I'm not gonna try and salvage that. Uh, cassette piece does seem interesting, though. Uh, definitely one to check out. Uh, I'll, I'll try and make sure I'm at least familiar with it by the time we get to our conversations. Um, but from there, we'll go on and roll it over to Al. Uh, do you have a game that doesn't have an NDA you could talk about? Um. Yeah, originally I was gonna go with a certain game I'm, I'm actually I'm actually playing right now. Um, I was I was gonna talk about this one, but it's a little too uh, niche. Mm, try me. It's, it's called Station to Station, and it's a puzzle. Um, like it's a it's a voxel puzzle game. Hmm. Okay. So so you start out in a um like a sandbox environment, like it's. You're basically it's it's more pu- puzzle than construction simulator. So you'll start off in a in an environment, and you have to basically connect all the area, like the entire area, under at least one rail. Hmm. And ironically, I ended up I bought this game after we recorded last, and I said that I was going to go. I was gonna I was gonna go and buy turbo uh over turbo turbo um overkill. turbo overkill. I remember this conversation, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna buy it, I'm gonna buy it. What is this? <laughs> and um and I don't know, there's something it's there's something very charming about it. Hmm. Hold up, get say that game name one more time. I might be spelling something wrong. Uh station to station. It's only on Steam right oh, now. Okay. Station to station. Okay. Uh looking at it now. I mean, look, it's no Tobro Overkill, I'll admit. Oh wait, okay. This kind of reminds me of uh Unrailed. Have y'all ever heard of Unrailed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it's it's giving that vibe, but like it's hard to say this considering it's like Minecraft block graphics, but like more photorealistic than an Unrailed. Also not a party game. <laughs> but yeah, this this looks this looks pretty neat. Yeah. I'm just picturing I, Alan like James Willems doing that <laughs> being the train conductor. <laughs> was that an inside gaming bit back in the was, day? Um like oh, a God. fun house bit, maybe? It was it was at near the end of inside gaming be, near the it was like in between like or it was like at either at the end of inside gaming or the beginning of fun house. Okay. Yeah, it was old school. <laughs> the conductor. Yeah, no, actually no, <laughs> yeah, right it was in, it was inside tree. gaming. Because <laughs> it it had that that signature inside gaming um like style. <laughs> God, it's funny whenever whenever this whole time during trains, I was just thinking about how Westside Gun has his producers named Conductor. So at the start of every song he produces, it's like Conductor, we have a problem. <laughs> so it just made me think of that a lot. Um, but yeah, nice and chill. Uh, I think 
especially the counteract Tober Overkill from earlier. We definitely need something to counteract the insanity of that. So yeah, maybe it is a good palate cleanser for it. So definitely worth checking out. Uh, and it doesn't say that it's Steam Deck verified or playable or anything on the page, but oh, it has... I'm actually, I'm actually playing it on my Steam Deck. I... Perfect. I was just about to say Proton Platinum. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to Proton DB. Oh, as soon as I bought the game, I got. I it's technically yeah, like it's not, it's not officially supported by Valve. Ah, yeah, that's true. That's true. But hey, if it runs on Linux, it runs on Steam Deck. So hop on that train right now. Ah, uh, that was a good one. Uh Graydon, what's the last I, game you got for us as well? Uh so being the the indie king that I am. I was scrolling through trying to look for indies and as to 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 update people we decided we're doing our game of the year things a little bit differently this year we're not going to do the indie game of the year as like a as part of it we were kind of going to do it separate mm -hmm. so I mean I still think everything that we've nominated in our document there you should all <laughs> check out because indies are wonderful but I'm actually going to steer it a little bit and not pick an indie game. I'm oh, going shit. to pick one that you mentioned before that you hadn't touched, and it took my breath away. Oh, and no. I think it would be very important to play Hi-Fi Rush. Ah, okay. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Hi-Fi Rush, uh, it was a game that got dropped as a Bethesda game that was dropped mid-E3, I think? Like, they were just no. like, Fuck it. It nope. was it was back in January. Um, oh, or it was it was back in January when I, I was like January February right when um, Dead Space January. Yeah, it was Microsoft was having a their one of their conferences or it was something special like it was like inside Developer Connect I think. <laughs> yeah, and they shadow dropped it Tango GameWorks, and the thing that's that's crazy about it the. Mm -hmm. The head, like, from if I, if I remembering correctly, Shinji Mikami had nothing to do with this. It was basically, it was basically, the, it was over. It, all I know is that the head, one of the, like one of the like the creative director, or basically the person who was in charge of the Evil Within One DLCs, who then oversaw Evil Within Two, had also had a had a big had a had a role in this game. Huh. Hmm. Uh, something. Just... Uh, something. Johannes. That name sounds familiar. Hmm. If I saw a face, I'd probably match it up. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of a kind. It is a very, very special game. And I finally got sucked into it a couple of weeks ago. Couldn't put it down for a couple of weeks. <laughs> and it just, it, it, it's been so, oh, it is just chef's kiss, the game. <laughs> such, <laughs> such a perfect little experience. Has other people played it here? Yeah, it's really that. Actually, that's the game that took my took my attention away from Dead Space for a bit. I I mean this very no shame, but I'm surprised that you played it because you don't love rhythm stuff. So it's not that I don't like rhythm stuff. I have terrible terrible rhythm. Mm. Um, perhaps no rhythm, but. <laughs> Because you ain't got rid of it. Was that a cue for the <laughs> yeah. Phineas and Ferb song? <laughs> um, maybe. <laughs> um, it, there's something, there's just something about it that 
I actually try like I I I'm gonna go back to it because I stopped off like I I right when I was starting to get it back into it all the every like there was a there was Resident Evil then Tears of the Kingdom then Jedi Jedi Survivor. Oh, so nobody beat it but me. No, Josh, did you touch it at all? Uh, I got through like the first boss and realized it wasn't for me, so I put it down. Okay. So I. Hmm. I can actually recall where I am. Like I, I stopped right after the first boss because, wow. and I and I know I beat the first boss, and I, I was like I, I was just very I was very impressed, and because of how like because of how how much fun I had, I'm thinking of checking out possibly Crypt of the the, the Necrodancer. Wow! Because I want because. Or are these are these games in this in the in the similar uh, subgenre of rhythm games? Yeah. Ooh. Well, mm. my friend, you've come to the right place. <laughs> Shall I interest you in Rhythm Sprout? <laughs> oh yeah. God. <laughs> rhythm, rhythm games that. are my fucking forte. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got to get on that rhythm sprout. Got to get on that Bar- Bar- Britney's dance beat. <laughs> I'll be honest, yes, I'm not, I've actually been looking. I've been looking into getting a co- looking into getting a copy of Rhythm Heaven. Ooh, that's surprising. that's one I have never actually played. Or or Elite Beat Agents, you know, it's like basically DS stuff from 2007. Wow. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Well, hey, you got a large smorgasbord of rhythm things to get into i'm sure but uh yeah uh hi-fi rush i really gotta get on that i'm slipping by not playing that game at this point in my life uh i'm really slipping on that but um i will say speaking of xbox stuff one one game that i play in on finally getting back to and beating because they had a insane deal where you for you to get the game and the dlc that just came out for it for like i think like 15 bucks uh god what is it called high on life i'm gonna play high on life as well by the end of the year, don't know, but I have it now, so maybe I'll play it soon. Uh, but high on rush, not gonna get that high on knife. Yeah, high on knife. Yeah, I own it now, so why not play them all? It was fun, but that Justin Roiland stuff really ruined it for me. I don't know why it did. I was just like, all right, now there's no reason to play it because everybody hates him, and I already <laughs> didn't care about him. And well, but the well, game was all right. It, the game was all right, but his voice is just like. All there. over the fucking game. Yeah, it's everything. Yeah, to the point where in the DLC, he's just replaced by a new gun. <laughs> it's kind of wild that they're just like, oh, fuck it. But, you know, I still I didn't beat the base game. So we'll see if that's something that's going to ruin it for me. But, you know, I oh, man, I did they replace him with Dan Stevens uh, in the game. I have no idea in the show. Oh, you're talking about for what was it? Solar Opposites? No, no, I'm making a joke about that. Oh, okay, I was about to say. I was like, nah, they. Uh, some he got replaced at least one place. Well, he got replaced everywhere, but you know, he, his voice is different in at least one project. Um, but in any case, yeah, uh, we'll see how that goes. Hi, Hi-Fi Rush is the main priority now, uh, and yeah, we'll see if I can make that happen. Lord have mercy, I have so much homework. Um, but before that, let me give y'all just a little bit more homework with my last game here. Um, I thought long and hard about this. Did I want to give y'all another shooter like Friends versus Friends and tell you to play that? And I was like, nah, Friends versus Friends is cool. And I'll say its name so that people get interested and look it up if they're listening, maybe. But instead, I'm going to tell you all to play On Guard. Mm. 
on One guard on my list hell yeah and it should be on your list and you should go ahead and pick it up because it is very good it has recently obtained a deck certified uh rating i played it on deck for like half of its runtime uh it's like four chapters i played two of the chapters on deck it's like barely a four-hour game you could finish this in a weekend or not even in a weekend in a week night <laughs> like oh, wow. you can just Come home. If you get home, if you work a nine to five, you get home at like six o'clock, you'll be done before 11. Guaranteed. Um, it is very, very fun. Um, the way I describe it to folks, think like if Insomniac made a, made a Princess Bride game, but right before they started development, they watched a lot of Rodale Dorado, the animated movie. Oh, wow. What that? That's how I describe this game. It is, I say Insomniac because it has that whimsy of something like a Ratchet and Clank where it is very cartoonish. It is very like adventure tropey. Um, it is like, I mean, the name is On Guard. So it's literally like all these enemies bouncing around all over the place. Um, the, the combat works where it's fencing. So think similar to Arkham where you're either dodging out of the way and getting a nice little slow motion pause or you're parrying someone about to hit you and you get a nice little slow motion pause there as well. Um, but when you're not parrying or dodging uh, or, you know, you're hitting them with the sword to, to take them down. But when you're not doing any of that, you have to build stagger. How do you build stagger? Well, every enemy has a stagger bar. You can use your foot. You can kick them down the stairs. They stumble down, and then they get a little bit of stagger. You can use the items in the environment. So if there's like a water jug on the table, you can pick up the water jug, throw it at their face, and it'll just build up a little bit of stagger. There's a bucket on the ground. You can pick up the bucket, put it over their head, and now you got a couple free hits on them while they struggle to get out of it. Um, there's even more cool items. They have like cannons that are around some arenas. You can pick up a lantern, throw it at the wick on the cannon. It blows up and just knocks everybody down around it um, and just creates a lot of stagger for enemies if they're not already dead. They have those like vases that sit on that one column. You can kick someone into that little column and then the vase will come on their head like a cartoon. Like there's a what on their head? Oh, wow. Uh <laughs> Bases can't do that yet. Uh, <laughs> Give but, AI some time. Yeah, I was just about to say. Uh, good lord. <laughs> Alan hates this. <laughs> Fucking 12 months from now. New on X. Um, oh, God. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's it's using your environment is like the thing that I like most about this game. Where the story is very cute. It's a very like kind of tropey type of like adventure pulpy type of story but the story is really not the reason you're playing this game you're playing it for the combat you're playing it for the environmental interactions there's so many ways to take down enemies there's so many like things to swing on like if if an enemy is like on a table you can kick the table knock it out from under their feet and they'll knock them down so you can get a couple free hits or vice versa if you're on the other side of a table you can kick the table at them and then they'll it'll trip them up over the table <laughs> Like you can kind of like toy with your enemies in a, in a lot of very satisfying ways, and it's all cartoon violence. And you know, there, there's just a lot of really cool things, even cool hidden things. Like sometimes there's a cauldron in the level, like of people cooking food. You throw the lantern at it, the cauldron explodes, goes into the sky for like a solid two minutes, and you're like, I guess that cauldron's gone. And then it just comes down on the head of an enemy <laughs> that you're fighting, and it just takes them out in one hit. 
it is very it's very comical it's very lighthearted. uh like i said it's steam deck verified so it runs really well on there i think by default it runs at like the best visual options for 30 frames a second you can tone that down and hit at least 40 frames i was hitting close to 60 when i was playing um so yeah it's very fun highly highly recommend it i'll say it, it goes for 20 bucks on steam i think it is is it on console or anything um i want to say it came out on multiple platforms but i'm about to look that up uh it's definitely on steam uh we're about to find out if it's on other things because i'm opening the official website it is only on steam it is only on steam um good news is if you're listening to this during the halloween sale before it ends uh it's five bucks off so pick it up for five bucks off on the steam sale uh great game one of my favorites of the year definitely and uh yeah i recommend it to you all nice i might finally get it in the sale hell yeah glad to put you on brother uh and that's pretty much all we got for that segment of the show. Um, with all that being said, we got a lot of homework to do for a lot of things. A lot of games to play, a lot of shit, franchises to complete. <laughs> we have a lot to get going on. So uh, I guess that means it's time for us to go get some of that stuff done. Uh, God, I just realized I'm going to a fucking music festival this weekend. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> good lord um anywho uh real quick let's uh let's let's stop and bounce around uh before we head up out of here because i know it's midnight now i don't want to keep folks up too late um so what what exactly do we have going on on the site right now i know we got some new youtube videos up um let me see here i'm pulling some stuff up right now to see what we got i will say though i i have a lot of tabs open because right before we started this podcast uh, we were doing a welcome to the thing episode. We did our top five white rappers. Jeez. So I have like Asher Roth opened in the other. T- Who picked fucking Jack Harlow? Damn, I forgot about Jack Harlow. Oh, I maybe would have glad nobody mentioned him. <laughs> I, I maybe would have put him as like number like six or seven. <laughs> did someone mention Bless? <laughs> which which not our Bless? Which Bless are you talking about? You you guys don't know who Bless is? No. <laughs> I've I've sincerely never heard of Bless. He was in um oh god what was it? He was in one of the Def Jam games. <laughs> Nino Bless? Hold up. I think Nino Bless is the is the is the rapper. Hold up. Suck a free goat. Nino Bless on Twitter. <laughs> Nino Bless. Yeah, that's Nino Bless. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> I he he did songs with Slaughterhouse, which is why I know him as Nino Bless. But I do remember the screen that just said bless in Def Jam. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, he made no impact on the rap game at all. Yeah, there's a reason <laughs> we don't remember him. He did yeah. that. Honestly, the only reason I know who Bless is is because uh, Mavic Muscles has had is like a or like during the during the, during the uh, Best Friends I Bought to era. He he was like they each had their mortal on to me and Bless was Mavic Muscles. Mortal enemy, like his <laughs> arch enemy. Oh my god, gotta love that. Um, but nah, Bless was not on there. But we do got some. I don't know, Bubba Sparks, if you like that. Or say Aesop Rock. Everyone gets mad at me for having Logic on my list. But anywho, um, uh, so let's talk about our let's talk about our site. All right, VGU.TV. Um, we got a couple things going up on here. A lot of it right now is YouTube stuff. 
Uh, some of the YouTube stuff we got on here. We got a VGU Rewind for The Evil Within 2. We got a VGU In Memoriam for Fuser, the day that the day the music died. That is such a dramatic way to say that, but <laughs> it I makes me appreciate that? it. Yeah, please. Yeah, because I know that's your joint there. So I know that we were going to talk about briefly a couple of ideas that we have coming up. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess I'll I'll kick it off with just this one. So I kind of am taking charge in the <laughs> like hey let's try to put some stuff up on youtube going on and so i was like well can we have like some structured days on when to do this and now off the top of my mind i've forgotten what the days are i want to say i said monday wednesday and saturday i think we're gonna try to really have stuff up for those uh hmm. i currently have the the other the other thing that you had yet to mention was um saturdays we're gonna have the tmnt shredder's revenge game nights going up fuck yeah yeah i did see the coming soon i just didn't realize uh didn't know the days of it yet so yeah, yeah. that's awesome yeah the first one is up i mean by the time this is up probably the second is up and i put a lot of work in editing those so please go watch those we had a great time with them that's all four of us playing that game Hell and yeah. There's six of those. So that's six Saturdays in a row. And then I'm going to be doing these in memoriams, which is something I've been working on like crazy. Um, I've had some of you guys on some of them, but various different times. And it's just a series to tackle all the games that have gone down this year that have closed and we will never see them again. <laughs> so. <laughs> I started with Fuser, which I believe began. This isn't all going to really go chronologically because I've kind of lost track of what I've recorded. But uh, Fuser really kicked off the year. I think it ended in maybe even December. Um, yeah, last but, year. Yeah. Yeah. But then, uh, oh, man, I've got a multiverses video. We did Knockout City. I've got something for... Uh, Josh and I did an Ark Survival Evolved. I have oh, so many things. So many Star things. Wars Galaxies. <laughs> uh, was that this year? No, that was like 10 years ago. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I'm thinking exclusively this year. I did an Evolve video. Um, I, oh, did, um, I did one of my favorite ones. I did <laughs> so Lemniscate shut down. And I didn't get to play it. So I played Quantum League because it's similar to Lemniscape. <laughs> and then like a week later, they announced Quantum League is shutting down. <laughs> so I was like, well, check done and done. So so mm -hmm. I'm just I'm really excited about these. And I'm probably going to be putting them up like at the same time every week. And then we'll have another video. I know Alan has series that they're working on. And we have some VG rewinds going up this week. This month was a lot of like spookier Halloween type things. So yeah, please okay, enjoy um, our YouTube. Monday, Wednesday, and Saturdays, eleven a.m. Yes, that is where you can find our content. 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 <laughs> I'm Tomater, and here's some good content for you. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Uh, I just want to say that I'm also working on. A um, or I'm gonna record a memoriam for uh Pokemon the trading card game, but because yes. the trading game, a uh, trading card game, um, uh, uh, shut down, I'm gonna be doing a 
I put uh, just a video on the Game Boy game, which was, you know, a game that I definitely <laughs> was. I totally did not get frustrated at all the time when I was a kid. <laughs> Actually, I had I was going to ask you the both of you to do mm-hmm. something as well. Um, Josh, I found that strangely, Omori has been delisted from xbox did you know this i did yes and so but you have it right i do have it yes if you wanted to make any kind of content for that that would be incredible i don't know if you can go back in and like play a little bit of it or something that would be that would be excellent i still have a video that i made uh of the beginning part when i planned on doing it for like just passing new I just never got around to finishing editing and all that. Great. So. Yeah, send that to me that. and I'll, I'll mix that up. And then Emmett. Howdy. One game that I'm super fucking jealous that you have because you mentioned it and I never got to buy it. And now I've found that it is gone forever is Ooh. only up. Oh, shit. Did <laughs> you know it was gone? I did not know this. Apparently, um, the guy said that he got much like Flappy Bird. He got too overwhelmed. It was never supposed to be so big, and it got delisted. So that's insane. <laughs> I need you to make me an memory. I can absolutely <laughs> do that. Does it? It since it it really is no longer available on Steam. That's fucking crazy. I did not I know that. I storm for like two weeks, and then it it's gone. That's actually fantastic. Yeah, I can absolutely do that. Yeah, that I can put great. that on my Steam Deck and go. <laughs> um, wasn't only up the game that stole had a had it or had, not not or I won't say stole. And I'm I'm just just picture just air quotes borrowed assets from multiple different games. Oh, <laughs> you know what? Here's the thing. That's probably likely. But also considering what only up is and how many people made it, that is not a surprise. <laughs> it is literally just they had to accumulate enough junk to stack into the space to mm-hmm. like literally stack through the atmosphere all the way into space. It's like, all right, maybe some of those, maybe that wall is from Team Fortress 2. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but yeah, it's that definitely makes sense. And hey. Even if that is the case, he's not getting any money from it now. So yeah. bingo, bingo, boingo. Um, but yeah, I like that idea for only up. And in fact, I'm going to look through here and see what other games I have that are like in that situation. Because I might not have. There's some videos I just want to make for random games that I just want to have an excuse to play. I've always wanted to make content out of Advent Rising. I have a copy of that. So shit, why not? Um and I'll, I'll look through my little crates here and see what other stuff I can mess with. And shit, I'm gonna be plugging up my PS3 soon anyway for for uh, Call of Duty One. So perhaps <laughs> I'll get inspired somewhere down the line. Yeah, but then um, not to segue too much and go too long. But I f- I know that Alan had some ideas they wanted to mention about stuff that we're trying to figure out because this is our anniversary podcast. This is true. This is true. <laughs> Very casual about it, but yes, this is our anniversary podcast. Happy three years, by the way. Is it three or four? Wait, shit, it might be four. I think it is four. Twenty nineteen. December. Yeah, that's four. December twenty nineteen is when we started. Wow, great googly moogly. We A did long it. Long time. <laughs> they grow up so fast. 
<laughs> so what's In going the long on road again from here to there? <laughs> yes, indeed. So uh, tell us what plans you got. Oh yeah. Um, so let me just bring up Discord. Make this all yeah. normal. <laughs> I'm going to the same text channel. <laughs> so I know okay. we talked so, about some stuff. In, oh well, go ahead. I'll let you kick it off. So we we last year we did 12 days of VGU back last December. Yep, yep. Fun. We're gonna try to we're gonna we're gonna try to and help. We're gonna try to get the do do something like that. We're gonna try to do that again, but not just, but just simply just twelve days of EGU, no twelve days of EGU miss, or no twelve days of the <laughs> thing just... that Graydon <laughs> tried to push. <laughs> Never forget Vigmas. <laughs> Emmett, can you believe that? <laughs> <laughs> Look. I'm, next time I hear that word, it'll be as if someone put something somewhere and I clinched up very quickly on instinct. <laughs> um, so, and I, I want to, uh, hopefully we can get certain, another thing like, like maybe a gift guide done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, get but the main thing that, main thing I want, January, we're planning something called the 24 of 24. Yes, Which is, what is this? Hmm. So yeah, I'm to see what this is too. <laughs> we each go off and look for six things. Could be game. It could be a video game. Could be a movie. Could be. Could be basically six pieces of different media that we are really, really excited for. Really, oh. really, whether whether it's a like I said, whether it's a game, whether it's a movie, whether it's a TV series debuting, like for the <laughs> year coming up, or twenty four, yeah, of, of twenty twenty four, yeah. Wow, I like that. We take that and do we just like that's just the thing that we're taking to cover for the year? Um, no, so it'd be just like a write up on things on six things that we're excited for, right? Yeah, um, like we'd each take a week. So like one week, Al's or the top, the the twenty four of twenty of twenty twenty four part one, Al's Al's portion. Then it goes on to part two, Graydon's portion, okay. and so on and so on. I like this. I mean, hmm. well, let's do it. it. It can be anything. I like it, it a could lot. Be an album. It could be a movie. It could be a game. I'll say that that works for me because, yeah, there's movies coming out I'm excited for. Yeah, there's games that are coming out that I'm excited for. I haven't done a music review in so long. I haven't been really listening to new music like that this year. I'm kind of hoping for this One Fest music festival I'm going to to introduce me to some new artists. Uh, I was doing research. I, I like Coco Jones a lot, so maybe I'll do a Coco Jones review next year. Let's see what happens. You can do some stuff from Let It Shine. Yeah. Yes! <laughs> uh Tyler James Williams needs a, a musical evaluation, absolutely. <laughs> God bless him. <laughs> Only yeah, 90s I, kids remember. That was like 2006. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Lord have mercy. But I do like that idea a lot. Uh the sticking to 24 things. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. So yeah, I'm down for it. Um I'd also like to also sprinkle in uh, for December one of the 12 days of VGU miss that uh, one thing that I kind of like doing for that event. I, I like putting out my top video essays of the year article around that time. Um, I've been keeping a list and checking it twice of all my favorite video essays. So uh, definitely look for that in December. I want to put it as part of the VGU miss thing. 
Um, I remember last year we did it at the end of the year, and I usually do that at the end of the year anyway, so it should match up in that way. Um, that is the hope and desire. Uh, but just be on the lookout for it. I'll definitely have it done in December. And also look out for the fact that not every video on that list is going to be from YouTube. Oh. So, so, you know, look out for that. Wink, nudge, nudge, wink. I have no clue what that could mean. <laughs> I do. I do. Vimeo, daily motion. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you already <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> Oh boy! So yeah, look forward to that. Um, we'll, I'm gonna link it, even if you might not be able to watch it for free, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> um, so yeah, look forward to that. Uh, any other things we want to talk about in relation to uh, any future site plans? Any quick anniversary? Well, gift guide. We're probably gonna do that in December as yeah. well. But um, how we feel about the anniversary, y'all? <laughs> Real quick before we hop out of here. Uh, it's I'm been excited. a really weird year. <laughs> <laughs> that's for uh, sure <laughs> elaborate josh because you you all right uh, very quickly josh did hypertime throughout the year expertly made some of the best shit that he's ever made and i'm proud as hell about it Absolutely. and then hypertime has been has been let go which is totally fine and we're on to some new things that he's got in the works that i'm super excited about but yeah josh how was this year for you it could have been better. Uh, definitely some stuff has happened over the past year that has really caught up with us. Um, but yeah, just a lot of stress, a lot of struggles. Um, Interest-wise, like I've kind of forced myself to play games and watch movies just to try and like reinvigorate that love of it for me because it's just been so hard to care <laughs> this past year um so yeah i've just been just been trying to find different things to like light that fire in me again and mm -hmm. think maybe there's some stuff coming up that will do that um but we'll see i hope to have that stuff out next year yeah i I, I'll, I'll, I empathize with that. <laughs> I very much so empathize with that. It's been, look, it, it's less that the fire has died for me personally, and it's more so that, like, that fire's been getting fuel from other sources. So I come back here and I'm like, how, 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 how important is this? <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I understand that, that, that looking at, you know, entertainment and media and being like, uh, how important is this really? Um, but, you know, I've, I've struck that passion back up recently. I've been playing a lot of games in the last couple months. So, you know, hopefully we can keep in that direction. But, yeah, I feel you there. And this, this year has been very weird. And I, I understand things that have uh, been talked about outside of the show as well. So, yeah, I, I empathize with that as well. It's, uh, it's a lot. Definitely. Keep thinking that game of the year happened last year. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that. I, wait, wait, what am I talking about? No, it happened. It happened. Happened. Happened last year. Happened last year. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Get the story straight. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's we got a lot of cool things coming within uh, the next couple weeks, next couple months, next couple years, ideally. So uh, look out for it. Any uh, other thoughts from everybody else as well? But the last um, year, I do want to say I've had 
I've had a very busy year myself. Like I said, I've been I've been blessed and happy to play real games that have come out this year and kind of keep up with things, which is just not not how I've been in the last at least two years. I've been very out of the loop. Game of the year comes around. I feel like I haven't done a lot, but I feel like I did a lot this year. And I mean, some of that was in part to losing my job. Hey, that's been <laughs> that's been excellent. Yeah. And you had some extra time. But um, no, it's been it's been good. Otherwise, there have been stresses of life that led to things like we sent to the uh, weekend news podcast also into the into the horizon. And that's that it's it's sad to see projects that you've worked on end. But it is exciting to see new things grow. And um, I'm excited for the future. Can I actually bring up my special treat? Yeah, um, yes. yeah go ahead. Because it kind of connects to this. Uh, Emmett, if you want me to save it, I can. <laughs> I was just going to say real quick, just to go off of what you were talking about. Um, just to because I know that uh, something that I haven't talked about too much outside of the show or even on the show. Um, even I have been you know my time it's more than just the girlfriend causing issues with time management i do have a new position at work it is causing me to stay there a little bit later and i am in the morning shift now but being in the morning shift as opposed to the night shift doesn't mean your days aren't any shorter um so it is a lot of long days i get home and all i want to do is go to sleep so you know it's that has led to certain projects that i've been working on getting behind you know i understand that some of the players club some of the players club episodes that y'all have been listening to at this point will have news that kind of happened 2 days ago when we recorded but not so much by the time you're listening to it so you know that's on me uh, a lot of that stuff should be out by the time you're listening to this but um yeah, it, it's been backing me up as well uh and also trying to get other things in life moving you know trying to head back to school next year and all that stuff, get all that set up. And been a lot of moving parts, a lot of building foundations at this point in my life. So it's a lot of things happening, but you know, it, it when I hop on this mic with y'all, it, it makes it, you know, all this stuff that I'm doing worth it. It makes me want to, you know, get these things done and get these videos in. Cause I do enjoy making this content and for the folks who watch it and consume it, I appreciate y'all because the fact that anyone cares about this makes it, uh, easier to do as well so yeah i want to keep this up i definitely want to keep it up but um that's enough sap out of me what's your special treat so my special treat is can you hear me yeah cool I actually like, I, just I... cut out now i'm playing go ahead <laughs> I'm like am i still <laughs> muted no with fingers crossed i think my voice has been my internet connection has been kind of okay tonight maybe i'm wrong but it sure looks it um what if i yeah. were to right now <laughs> right now i drop out <laughs> so i've talked about something for a little while and i have actually put it on the youtube channel recently and like mentioned it outright but i have decided that i'm going to officially start up the indie book club which will be a podcast that i'm yeah. going to be a part of and hopefully all of you will at various times and was that oh sorry i thought you said something <laughs> oh no um, i said for certain <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah. it'd be excellent that's that's my hope i mean i want to have everybody that like even the people that aren't always writing and producing i'd love to have them do stuff and i hope that this gets big and we're able to have listeners on that would be excellent 
so yeah little tldr essentially we're gonna play some indie games over the course of a couple weeks have frequent podcast check-ins i'll make some questions we'll have like a half hour to an hour discussion about them it'll be a smaller thing over the course of a little while so we are going to begin as i had already chosen with the mike bithel game thomas was alone which is a game that i adore and i've really wanted to play it again for a long time and I've been, if you follow me on Twitter, you, every time I see it, I share it. It's been so fucking cheap. It's like two to $5 in every sale on uh, switch on steam on every console. And I think it was even free with PS plus. Like if you don't own this game, I'd be surprised. Yeah. And somebody that made the remake recently, you saw the footage of it. What? Yeah, Insomniac made a, a oh, Thomas Was Alone nah, remake. I, I know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they gave you a web in this one. Oh, I hate this. I hate what's, what this means. <laughs> Long well, story short, there's a glitch in Spider-Man 2 where you just play as a cube. Oh, oh okay. I did see that. That's good. Yeah. That's funny. That's good. <laughs> That's good. And maybe it has the same emotional impact as that does too. <laughs> I don't know about that Spider-Man story. But yeah, so... We're going to play it. I'm I'm decided I was trying to think on how I'm going to break this one up, but it's very short. The 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 how long to beat or YouTube video of it, whatever. The, it's two hours. It's like two hours. So what I think I'm going to do is kind of split it in half. So we'll do like the first five. It's ten chapters. So we're going to do chapters one through five. And then I think tentatively I'm going to do the first podcast on the night of uh, what was it? Two Sundays from now, November 5th, November oh, 5th. Okay. So if any of you want to play, I would love to have you on the show. Otherwise, I can just do like a fireside little thing on it. But yeah, it shouldn't take too much of your time. And then down the line, we're going to have my second game. I've already lined up. We're going to do Oxen Free so that we can do the second Oxen Free as well, which I have yet to play. But yeah, mm. I've got a whole list of these things, and we're just going to do these smaller little things. Firewatch just made it onto my list again because I want to play the hell out of that game again. Oh, hell yeah, Firewatch. I love that game. It's so good. So let yeah, me the- let me go ahead and recommend Virginia. Good game. Oh, God. That oh, God. also is on we the got, list. We got, we, we've got a VG plays of that on the channel. Like, yeah. We, the whole thing. So, so good. So good. That's like an hour, right? That's a short one. Like two hours, but it's still yeah. very, very short. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll definitely do that. But yeah, this one um, will be probably like this one podcast, and then like we'll do one more for the back half of the game. I heavily recommend doing a uh, doing one on Kentucky Route Zero. I was Ooh, thinking one to get on that. That's yeah, kind of a long game, though, right? Um. Well, here's so each, mm. like it's it's each episode is like they vary. Like the one one part will be an hour or an hour and a half and it'll be two hours then another one but then like the the fun the last part is like like somewhere between two and three and a half hours okay. but it it is and emma knows about this because i've i brought it up on players club yep, yep it has one of the most one of my most like it's hard to describe how the effect like the effect it had on me when uh, a certain musical number happens. 
Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. I haven't played the game, but I remember this conversation we had about it. Because yeah. like, yeah, because like things get so things get just get very out there for sure. Out there is a good way to put it. Um, yeah, it. I want to play it mainly because I've heard how wild and weird it is, and also, you know, I got there's a Noah Call Will Gervais video about it, and I got to watch the game to get the context. So, or watch the game. I got to play the game. Um, plus, I'm looking at the Steam page right now. How long to beat is like eight and a half hours. So. Maybe this is like a three-episode podcast game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, over time we can do it. Like, oh, we'll just have a little longer of a gap between, and we'll say like two hours each. Or, like, I'll I'll definitely look at every game's chapters. Like, one of the ones I really want to do is Disco Elysium, which I know is huge, but I want to do like a little bit of it and just see like, like everybody mm. do an hour a week for like four weeks and just see what your story is because that's one of those ones that really opens up and Mm -hmm. i'd love to try little things like that so i'd i'll definitely tackle anything that we can make into i I mean the hope with this is that we can do like maybe a month focus on a game take a little bit of time do another one like it's not gonna be this need to podcast constantly but Mm -hmm. i really hope that we can be like oh javon you want to get in on this oh raul you want to play this Mm -hmm. game like just anybody that wants to play something we can throw them in or we can have guests on or whatever so yeah and speaking of guests i'd like to be able i'd like to hit up folks to get on you know stuff like the players club podcast again too because i've been really bad about that this past year i've kind of just been like Let's just do the show. Let's just do the show. Let's just do the show. And then I look back at the whole year and I'm like, damn, <laughs> it's been me and Al every time. So, yeah, I'd like to diversify that a little bit more if I can next year. So uh, look forward to that. Also, not quite next year, but coming soon. Uh, I do plan on doing another live stream for my birthday. Um, I me and my girlfriend really wants to help with it this time. So maybe you'll run a little bit smoother than it did last time, because I don't know if you all remember last time it was. All right, everybody, be at my house at this time because the stream starts at this time. And then the stream started and no one was there yet. And you fell so, asleep. Yeah, I literally <laughs> do. I played games by myself for like an hour and I said, all right, guys, I'll be right back. And I took a nap for two and a half hours until my friend Nick got there. Because <laughs> I did not sleep at all setting up everything, but I'll have help this time. So. Look forward to that. Uh, we're still. Fi- I got a theme in mind, but I'm still figuring out like what activities are we gonna do. I gotta set up stuff again. Blah 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 blah. I can stream on Twitch and YouTube, which gives me an idea for a musical related thing that I've been wanting to do for a very long time. What? <laughs> because on Twitch, if you play music on Twitch, it just cuts out. Like it just stops oh, playing. Oh, I see. So I if see I can stream, yeah, if uh, I can stream on, on YouTube on and Twitch. Yeah, exactly. So I'll be like, hey, everybody, I'm going to be doing something on YouTube music right now. So maybe go over there if you don't want it muted. I can totally do something like that. So, yeah, look forward to that. I got some ideas cooking, brewing. So I got about a month and a half to figure that out. Um, oh, speaking of um, that. Oh, go ahead, Al. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I mentioned this to Graydon and Josh. But I'm going to mention it here because mm-hmm. I have to. Gamefly envelope is literally right behind me, so I can um expect a video during the twelve days of VGU on Christmas. 
of me playing <laughs> the Grinch, how the the Grinch game on the Switch version, because so I'm willing to, I'm willing to fall and impale myself on the tree for you, the listeners, the viewers, readers. <laughs> what a terrible! That's you know what that's the true meaning of Christmas right there. It's so good, the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> indeed, indeed. <laughs> oh boy! And as you were saying, great, you're about to say something as well. Oh, I was just gonna say I'm not gonna like spoil what it was, but Josh had an idea for a live stream of sorts earlier this year, and we never got it off the ground. But I really hope that we can next year. So hopefully, mm. there is some kind of group live stream activity that happens. And yeah, I'm just excited for another year of this. Like, I really, I really want our YouTube to pop off. I hope that when we have like the schedule going. We can kind of just get something going. It's oh, going to be so good. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this year has been because it's not just been us. I feel like this year for a lot of indie content creators, not the big guys, the smaller guys, it's been a lot of like restructuring, trying to get things more into focus, trying to figure out what the priorities are. It's been a lot of that for us in the background, and it, like I think we were talking about it earlier, but I, I saw Brandon. I saw his little tweet thread uh, from a couple days ago, um, talking about the uh, the game corner. So, you know, a lot of things have been going on for a lot of people. I've seen some streamers here that are having conversations as well internally. So it's like it's it's the season for that type of thing. But I like to think that a season is just that a season. And a new season will begin in which we can get cracking a little bit more efficiently because there's definitely some things I'd like to do, definitely some things we'd all like to do. And 2024 might be the year where we get to do a lot of them. So stay tuned and get excited. I believe it was William Shakespeare who once said, it was the best of times, it was the worst of times, get cracking. <laughs> <laughs> or was it release the cracking? I think that was, uh, I was about to say Daniel Fortescue. That is not his name. Liam Neeson. <laughs> Liam Jesus Neeson. fucking Christ. Who is Daniel Fortescue? Wait, that's the guy from Medieval. Never mind. That's the name. <laughs> in my head. Um, you know what? That's as good of a way to end the show. <laughs> that's who said it. That Yeah, that's right. Uh, All that and more next time on Players Club Podcast <laughs> on VGTV. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely absolutely so that's it for all of us uh so once again thank you al for hopping on here today i promise pleasure as always yep uh thank you josh for kicking it with us this, tonight thank you for having me no problem uh thank you Graydon, as well always a pleasure as well thank you for having me and thank you to everyone for supporting us for four years this has been great and let's do it again hell yeah hell yeah just like the first time and this has been Emmett Watkins Jr., also known as Jesus Munsey's One. Once again, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for consuming the content. Thank you all for supporting us. And we'll see you on the next one. As I always say, keep it real, keep it trill. Play on, playa. And I'll see you at one music festival. You're going to be there. If you see me, dab me up or something. I'm going to wear the Kendrick shirt on the second day because that's when he performs. All right, I'll see you later. Bye. Bye.